Are you interested in building water features professionally? Whether you have an existing contracting business or are looking for a fun and profitable side hustle, then you found the perfect podcast to follow. I'm Greg Whitstock, the Pond Guy, founder of Aquascape Inc., and this is my podcast. Each 20-minute episode profiles the journey of a successful certified Aquascape contractor whose best practices you can emulate. I love my job, and here's how you can too. Well, we are on the phone this morning with uh, a good friend, Marcel Kohler of North Vancouver, Canada, uh, owner and founder of Streamworks, a longtime certified aquascape contractor. How are you doing this morning, Marcel? I'm doing great, Greg. Thanks. How are you doing? Well, I was excited to hear that I was going to be talking to you today because we go way back. I'd love uh, for everybody here, though, to hear a little bit about your journey uh, and, and how you ended up in Canada and how you're a, you're a pond guy. Yeah, so I will have to go back to uh, my homeland where I was born in Switzerland to kind of get into this. Um, so I always kind of worked with water. I was in hydronics, uh, in the field of hydronics, uh, did an apprenticeship. Hydronics is really just a fancy word for um, hot water heating system. So I installed those, um, did that for 10 years, really kind of got tired of it. Um, I decided to go traveling to Australia, um, met my wife on that trip in Fiji, which uh, led me to move to North Vancouver. Um, so yeah, things moved fast here. We had our first child, and during that time uh, here in Canada, we can go on a paternity leave. So I decided to take a year off, um, paid leave, um, and the, during the time that I was not looking after my firstborn, I basically dabbled in landscaping and uh, um, came across a workshop that was put on by Aquascape. Um, and Gordon and uh, Alan Horn, I believe, back then, were putting that on. And I was excited to attend that um, workshop because I was puttering around my own backyard trying to figure out how to build a pond. And they did this little water feature in one day. And, you know, it was just from there I kind of, oh, I can do that. Um, so I built my own pond in the front yard, a little water, waterfall, and decided, okay, well, next time a, a customer asks me to, to do this, um, you know, at the time I was running a small little landscape company um, just doing maintenance I decided to install one of those and first customer asked me can you do water features sure I can um, <laughs> and this is what, probably 15 years ago or so um, that was in 08 um, okay. yeah 2008 yeah so about uh, 10 11 12 years ago mm. yeah so yeah and that that was that um, so I thought oh wow this there's an opportunity here and you know there you can make pretty good money uh, in a short period of time and it's very creative and my goal at the time was to kind of create a lifestyle business that you know allows me to work hard make some good money and then you know take some time off and travel with the family and spend spend some quality time I always shocking for, shocking for a man that uh, was born in Switzerland met his wife in Fiji and lives in Canada <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> looking back it, it was quite a trip it's uh yeah but i've always valued that you know balance yep. was important to me um and then 
you know, my wife had a, a dance school at the time, which allowed me to not having to, you know, build this thing in, in like record time. So, mm-hmm. you know, slowly over time, I, I grew the business. Uh, it was me at the beginning and then with a couple of guys. Um, yeah, and it, it evolved into what it is now. Yeah, talk um, a little still, bit about um, your current structure because you got a pretty pretty neat business, you know, up there, and you know you've 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 had different different you know cycles through it. But what what are you currently at? How do you operate in terms of you know the number of guys, you know your operations? What what you know what do you do? So just a little bit of perspective for people that are listening in and thinking sure. about you know a career. You know what what sort of business and operation do you have up there in North Vancouver? Yeah, so I, I run a, a very small business. Uh, this year, it's uh, me, uh, a full-time guy, and I currently have two guys that are on hourly. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're part-time, um, and I run my business uh, basically from home. So I have a garage where I keep my tools. Um, I have very little overhead, so I don't own any machinery at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I hardly stock any product because I, I work with a local distributor here that uh, is very efficient. He has everything stocked for us, so I don't need to, you know, have any warehouse full of product. Yep. Um, and I have a small office here at the house, uh, right underneath what there used to be a, a workshop that I turned into an office. And um, yeah, we we produce about. Anywhere from four to five hundred thousand every year in sales, um, and that's you know that's r- running with some good um, um, you know profit margins here, and and it's allowed me to, as I said before, be very uh, flexible with my time. We shut down in the winter usually. There's mm-hmm. three months that there's nothing going on um, in terms of you know field work. So I usually take the time to travel and and spend time with the family, and um, yeah. So and, and I would. Now I have a yeah, – go ahead. I would definitely say that uh, for anyone listening to this podcast that you are a, a, a living, breathing example of somebody who is an artist with the, with the incredible work that you do but has a great work-life balance and has created a business, which is kind of one of your – you know, kind of your leading goal was to have a business that, that you ran and didn't run you. That's right, and that was a, a challenge in itself, especially – Last year uh, was a tough year for me. Um, <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure if you could tell you were out uh, vlogging us, but mm-hmm. um, I was. Um, I lost the crew my year, like the, the crew the year before, so I realized, oh my gosh, um, now I got to train a new guy again and go back into the field. So I really kind of got tired of of, of yep. that. Um, uh, even though I really like you know creating things, but uh, you know. You're not getting any younger, and uh, it's certainly harder on the body. So I, I realized I gotta find another solution to to run my business here. And so, as it as it so happened, um, a uh, a proposal that I made to a, a fellow contractor uh, fell through, mm-hmm. and uh, literally two weeks later, my uh, longtime previous uh, employee impro- uh, approached me. His name is Byron. Um, great guy, worked with us for uh, four years on and off in the summertime, and he went ventured out into another field, uh, kind of needed to figure out what he wanted to do, and I just let him do these things, and uh, he came back and said, hey, you know, I'm, 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 I'm actually interested in maybe uh, coming back, and, and it yeah. was perfect timing, so 
So he now runs, he's our project manager. He runs this, runs things in the field. He's got two guys under him, and um, it's, it's amazing to see him running the show now and, um, and just em- empowering his guys to be better. And, and it, it's great to see. I basically uh, really enjoy that part of the business now and the mentorship for him and, and yep. just seeing what I've created over the years. Amen. And and how do you spend your time as the as the owner? In terms of you know how much of it is in the office, how much of it is you know networking, selling, you know in the field, you know today. What is it? What is what is 2020 going to look like for for you? So my role uh, this year is basically developing the business further. Um, so I do still mostly the sales, ninety um, percent yep. probably. Although Byron just sold his first. Uh, on project on all on its own which is like mm-hmm. so exciting for yep. him but yeah my role is to basically you know develop the business do do the sales um um do i'll do some of the marketing but um most of that byron is taking care of that the social media and all that which you probably noticed there's a lot more yep. stuff going on now yeah i've actually been <laughs> able to share some of streamworks projects on my instagram you always have done fantastic work and then when i see it uh uh, a video or a picture of it, I'd be able to quickly share it. So that's Byron. Huh? I can thank him for that, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, it's great, and appreciate you sharing those. Um, it was never my forte uh, to to do the social media stuff, so I'm, I'm, I pass that on gladly to him. Yeah, so yeah, so that's basically my my role in the business. Um, I still do go into the field once in a while when I feel like it, um, and just to get that creative. Uh, you know, bug out of my system. Um, other than that, uh, my role is mostly mostly developing the business further. Yep. So talk a little bit about that creative bug or whatever you want to talk about. You know, I love and all my vlogs. I love to share. I, I love my job, and it, you know, you truly do love your job too. So, what is it about water features? Well, you know, do you have a story or two or something that could illustrate and paint the picture for the listeners about you know why you love your job as a as a as a pond guy? Well, it's a good question. I've been thinking about it a lot. I mean. Obviously, there's the relationships that uh, you create with your customers. Uh, it's not, you know, the feeling that they have when you when when you build them something really nice in their garden. And usually, most people that we create something beautiful for, um, they end up enjoying this so much that it is, that it, it's actually impacting their life in in one way or another. I mean, there's stories that that I hear from people that their friends didn't want to leave or stay inside the house. They all wanted to be outside the house in in the big party and, you know, like all the food was inside, but they just wanted to check out that new water feature. So that kind of stuff. And and, uh, we just recently rebuilt uh, a water feature for our longtime customer, Phyllis, uh, who just lost her husband uh, recently. And it kind of felt like, you know, in spirits, we're rebuilding this feature for for her and her husband, who I'm sure can enjoy it with her from somewhere. So, you know, these kinds of things um, I hear all the time, which is great, and it's great. It's, it gives you great satisfaction. Um, what I really love about my job is to be able to create stories with my own family um, through what I've created. So it allowed me to... Um, you know, go away and really spend time with my kids when they were younger and, and was an involved dad. So that is the things that I love most about my job, the flexibility and the balance. 
Amen. And you even have, a, of course, a couple water features at your house. And what's really neat is uh, you have a, a lower half of your home that you've actually turned into an Airbnb. And one of the key selling points is the, the water feature feet from the sliding glass door. Talk a little bit about how you know, you're, you're basically your, your, your renters are enjoying your, you know, your lifestyle of the water features. That's right, yeah. So we, we actually have that advertised on Airbnb as a, a waterscapes paradise. Mm-hmm. So people, when they walk out of their, their suite in our basement, uh, they open up the, the, the sliding door and they walk out straight to a pond with fish swimming up to them, which is really great. Um, now, I just recently inherited some bigger koi from one of my clients, mm-hmm. um, put them in my pond and looked at it and I realized, oh my gosh, this is way too small now for them. <laughs> so with this pandemic happening, um, I went into my happy place and started ripping, ripping it out and I'm making sure. it three times bigger. <laughs> making it three <laughs> times bigger now. So once this is done, it'll be, uh, it'll be even nicer for our guests down there. Well, it's because it's our hobby too, right? So you're home, you know, you're, you, you're, you're looking at it, you know, you got these fish all of a yeah. sudden. I, I, I love to say a water feature is never done. You know, you're always looking at what you can do to improve and, and tweak it and add to it with, you know, the new technologies that are coming out with, and that's what that's makes right. it enjoyable. And to live the lifestyle yourself, it's easier to sell to somebody else. And then the customers too, like you were just talking about your customer Phyllis, you know, and their husband. They don't, they're not like a regular landscape customer. They're, when you have a, a water feature in somebody's house, the, the relationship with the customer is at a deeper and different level than if it was just if you were the landscaper. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're right. It's my hobby too. And, and as I said, it's my happy place. So when it does get stressful, there's nothing there's – nothing better than just go out there and, and create something and be in the moment. Uh, that's really what it is. Like you, you can create, you can build, and you don't think about the future. You don't think about, about the past. You're just there building. And that's, that's, I guess that's one thing that always attracted me to pond building because it's a creative art. And um, it is actually um, soothing for your mind, you know. I uh, and, and it, it kind of draws it, but you've you've done a good job. I know you've been in a lot of business groups, and you know, you know from coaching to consulting, and, you know, with B and I groups and whatnot. Talk a little bit about you know for people that are interested in a career as a pond guy. You know, your you know you know you've been doing this now for a dozen years. Talk a little bit about your you know what you would do to be successful if you can go back and talk to yourself or things that you have done or wish you would have done earlier, what advice mm-hmm. would you give to people wanting to succeed in a career as a pond builder? I think one of the, the most important thing is, things is to be, um, to, be, to be willing to work on yourself personally, like personal development, because it reflects, it reflects whatever happens in your life, including your business. So, so work on your leadership skills. Be a better listener um, figure out who you are, what makes you tick, and then uh, you know work work on those things. Um, focus on your strengths, mm-hmm. um, and then transfer that over to your staff. Right, um, in, invest in your people. Don't don't micromanage them because you may think that uh, you do it best or you you can do it a different way or better. That's mm-hmm. not the point. Um, give them the freedom to. To make mistakes, let them let them make their mistakes. To grow, praise them. Make a sandwich, you know. 
mm-hmm. say say something say something great of what they do and then hey here you can probably do a little bit better on in this side and then give them another positive um you know um feedback to what they're doing and then, then they feel valued and they feel heard and they want to actually work and do better uh, better for you so that's another thing yep. um as I said before, create create a team like you invest in your people, pay them well, and then they will they will come back. And it's not just for the money; treat them well, and and they will they will stay with you. Um, that's another piece of advice that that I can give out there. Um, well, yeah, why did why did Byron come back? You said he went for a different career. What what drew him back to to Streamworks and, and the pond industry? Well, he he went. He was in the forestry industry, like a degree that he was uh, doing in forestry. Um, he was very inspired by um, Ed Ballou, actually, at uh, Pandemonium, and just yep. kind of could see himself doing the same sort of thing in his in his career. He then uh, applied for a landscape architecture school and didn't make it in, and uh, that was kind of the the last straw he thought oh man i you know I, i'll never get get anywhere in this career so he ventured out and just finished his his forestry degree and then worked in a corporate sort of environment stuck in an office for a year and i knew i had to let him obviously mm-hmm. go and and let him experience these things because if you don't have anything to compare it to like how, how do you know what's better right yeah so he went away for a year and basically came back that I really miss the creative side. I really miss pond building and yep. but he was also very interested in running his own business one day actually. I made him write down his vision I think it was like three or four years ago. So wow. what's your vision? And 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 um he wrote all these things down. He wants to run the business one day, he wants to run his own business, he wants to, you know, take more ownership, learn how to operate, basically learn what I do. And yep. um, now that's that's actually happening. And <laughs> moving forward, I'm sure we'll have a uh, have a even a more closer relationship uh, um, in Streamworks moving forward. Yeah. And of course, the, the greatest satisfaction in life is helping someone else reach their full potential. So here's a kid, Byron, that that left for a little bit, but was drawn back, and and now he's he's starting to because he's getting the push from you, and you gave him another opportunity, potentially having a, a life-altering career path with uh, Streamworks. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm I'm super excited for for him, and for the business as well. So it's a really and what fantastic. also I like about that story is he related at Pandemonium. You brought him, you invested in your guy, brought him to Pandemonium. He saw in himself, you know, uh, a guy that he could inspire to be like Ed Ballou, and that's what it, and that's an eye opener. So what happens so many times is, you know, people are you know stuck in their own little worlds and they're they're building ponds or maintaining ponds in their own little area of Vancouver or wherever they are in the world. They come to Pandemonium and all of a sudden they're around 500 other people from all over the yep. world. And they realize this is not just a thing that they're they're alone in. There's other people just like them, and they can inspire as well to have careers in this industry. And that is a fantastic testament to you about investing in your team, and exciting because now you have a guy that, that could be your right hand guy for years to come. Yes, it's great, and I've, I'm 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 very grateful for that. And if I can tell anybody yes. uh, or a business owner out there, bring bring your uh, bring your Bring your main guys to Pandemonium. Bring your team there, and uh, you know, let them let them experience that environment. Uh, and then you don't have to do much. Just just bring them. 
Absolutely, and let them and, and let and let them see and let them learn. Well, Marcel, always a blast talking to you. You're you're truly one of the good guys. You're an absolute artist, and uh, it's great to see you growing in a businessman. Hopefully, we'll see you this year at Pondemonium. We'll get through this pandemic, and uh, coming out on the outside, we'll be better for it. Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, this is making us all stronger. Amen, brother. Well, you take care, my man. Hey, hope you enjoyed that podcast. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to aquascapeinc.com slash podcast and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Central Time for a brand new podcast. I love my job and I hope you can too.